Hi guys, welcome to Tales of Recovery. My name is Gris Alves, and this is a show about recovery and healing. And uh, we're so glad you're here. So today we're going to be talking about specifically what this new podcast is going to be. And I obviously always start in project with why. Why? Why am I doing this? Why are we bringing this to the world? Um, Well, you know, I have been through so much healing in the past 20 years. And I just know that one who heals their own wounds and then shows others how to do the same is... um, I don't want to say the word blessed, but yeah, kind of, I guess. And we just, I just want to put it out there. Recovery is possible. And it's not, this is not a specific show on recovery of alcohol or drug addiction, even though we will constantly talk about that. And um, I have a story about that as well. This is a, this is a, a place where we'll be talking about recovery from everything, you guys, from life, from the bullshit that we have to deal with at work, with our families, um, in general, from the social conditioning that we've had, recovery from death and grief and recovery from, you name it, you know, divorce, losing a kid, relationships, getting kicked out of a group, X, Y, Z. This is a program where we're going to dig deep into the how-to because honestly, I'm sick and tired of people saying, I did this, one, two, three, and now I prayed and now I'm healed and oh, I'm amazing. Well, How? Like, can you tell me the process? You know, can you tell me what happened? Like, when you went to therapy, what did they tell you? When to went to a meeting, how did it happen? When you went to this other show, or like when when you read ten books and went to some freaking retreat, what happened in your brain? Or like, how did the process happen? So the guests that will be coming on here are people that have been through it and are going to talk about how they got through it. So in case you're in the middle of something horrible or a deep pain or um, you know, some type, anything that's holding you back. Hopefully this show will bring you some laughter, some hope, and a process of healing, you know. Um, There's so many things that I've revelled from in my entire life. So I'm, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. I am Mexican, born in Mexico City, moved to Tijuana, so lived in the border for like 20 years back and forth from Tijuana to San Diego. So I was half American, California girl, half Mexican, um, great, great time really being in such an energy back and forth across the border. I was in music business, singing and dancing and, um, having a lot of fun. Obviously then it turned into a little too much fun. Then I ended up moving into San Diego, but I mean too much fun is like, it was never really too much fun, but it got me down the road of, um, substance abuse because of the frustrations I think of with social conditioning and my parents and whoever else was telling me that that's just not what nice Mexican girls do is sing in a band and have pink hair no no you kind of you know I was supposed to like marry some rich husband that went to Wall Street and not worry about anything and you have the right families and blah 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 and no that was just not that's not why I came for the to this world for it. that was just not my thing and so even though I knew it and still I'm doing whatever the hell I want, the subconscious mind of holding you back uh, took me to self-medicating. Among other things that I will eventually talk about for sure, because we all have pain growing up. That's just what the human experience provides. But 
Um, I really, really liked it when I got to some um, 12 step meetings, some NA meetings when I was, I don't know, 23, 24. And what began to happen in these circles is what I see happens when you do, like, the most common right now is the women's circles, or you sit around and everybody gets to share how they're feeling that day, but nobody ha- gets to give advice. You don't give any advice, you just listen, thank you for listening, and then the next person speaks, and then the next person speaks, and everybody gets real raw and honest, and nobody can give you advice, so you're not like holding back because, oh my God, so-and-so is going to tell me that they've been through this too, or that I should do this. No. You just sit and listen, and that's where the healing happens. So I think a lot of other of our friends who've been through some type of process of recovery has have had some form of experience like that. I don't know if that's exactly what it is, but... We're going to just bring it all here today. And um, clearly, if you have a specific topic that you want to talk about, well, let us know. Um, Okay, so let's see. In this journey, we're going to talk about uh, very warranted rebellions that we might be able to have, you know, against society's status quo, against, you know, mother's expectations or grandmother's expectations, whatever, um, you know, against the Catholic Church and the Christian Church, and whatever else other freaking cult you want to talk about, then stuff at work. I mean, the, the, the main thing is that I think as humans, we're so, um, we're here, I believe we're here on a journey to learn, and it just takes so much pain to get us to wake up and actually realize the beauty of being human. And so this is a process of waking the heck up into this, and when we don't have any boundaries as we grow up and we're, we have lots of pain, we just um, we tend to medicate and we don't want to do the work. And in general, the capacity to look the other way and be in denial of our pain is toxic. And we have so much in this society that we have so many distractions that instead of me dealing with my pain and having to talk to someone or go to a meeting, mm, I'm just going to go shopping or go on a trip or talk shit about someone else or pretend that this isn't happening. And so this is a program where we're going to be getting real about this and um it's not any kind of belief system it's just freaking just saying what's on your mind and getting real and raw because that's how we heal right so this is about healing and about having fun and about how to enjoy life again after you go through all these you know unavoidable pain that just happens through life the only way through I mean, the only way out is the way through. So um, that's kind of what we're going to talk about here today. Uh, basically, right now, I'm clearly recovering from religion. Yes, yes, yes. I went for many, many years of being in meetings to, okay, well, I'm done with the meetings. I've been doing the program for 12 bloody years, and now there's got to be more. And and so we found this really cool church and got involved They like, you know, dove into the Bible and I'm like, oh, this is kind of like the 12 steps. You know, Jesus was kind of cool and read it left to right and did so many, many, many years of Bible studies and groups and programs. And of course, the same, as we evolved 10 years later, I was like, okay, what next? What's next? This is really boring now. And I needed the community and I loved digging into the philosophy of why we we need some form of God and, you know, why we um, need to look to some type of 
old texts to kind of guide us or inspire us. And I was getting inspired, but all of a sudden I realized, oh my God, like everybody around me thinks this is a freaking rule book. And so it took me a long time, just like it took me a long time to get out of, you know, using and abusing drugs. It took me a long time to realize that I needed to just stop and get the heck out. And because of my need to be, you know, liked or I didn't want to be shunned. I didn't really ever say, hey, you all, y'all, I don't really think, I don't really think there's a virgin birth. I really think that's just a myth. And I really think, you know, you're making God so small. God is kind of an experience and something beautiful. And we need to get real here. And I was just in a setting at one point, in a situation where nobody was getting real because everybody was trying to be holy. So you can't really say anything real because Oh, God forbid, you're going to go to hell. And so anyway, that'll be one of the other podcasts, <laughs> recovering from from religion and the limitations of that. Um, and when I finally was able to say, I'm getting the fuck out, I realized this is kind of like another recovery. Because honestly, I think religion is like a drug. And maybe that's why I dove into Christianity so hardcore because I was, you know, okay, that's just my personality. Like, okay, let's dig into something and see. Or, you know, or it's just my journey, whatever. It's just the journey that, I, that I've been through. So um, I want to talk about the actual process and the actual steps and the actual action that happened to get me from one place to the other, both in addiction and, you know, both from, like, recovery from the Catholic Church when I was a young kid and then from addiction and then from, like, you know, my mother or my grandmother, whatever you want to call it. I mean, who else out here has mother issues? Hello? I love my mother. Don't get me wrong. But come on now. We all have mother issues. I'm sure my kids will have mother issues with me if they don't already. Um, but there's so many other things. And I want to talk about the road we took. Um, because, you know, oh, well, if this doesn't resonate because you don't want addicted to alcohol and you love your mother, guess what? You probably have addictions to food. Okay, we're one of the most over-medicated and obese societies right now. So I'm sure you have an addiction to shopping or drama or suffering. Because we all do as humans. Because we're constantly striving for more. And since we have so much, then we have a lot of more excuses to not get into really, really the depth of, of even why we're here on this planet to transform our spirit. So... <clears throat> That's what we're going to talk about here. I don't know if this is heavy or not. But I really want to do this. And it's I think it's super important. Um, and I think it matters. You know, everybody's roads to healing and to awakening or to enlightenment or to whatever vary. And they grow and they're, they're different. You know, you might be in a different place right now. But clearly, I'm in a different recovery spot right now than I was 20 years ago. But um, life is hard. And we need to create spaces to um, to be able to do this, to be able to talk about our experiences and to see, number one, that we are not the only ones. Like, we're not alone. We are not the only ones that are crazy or sad or frustrated or freaking tired of work or whatever or addicted or codependent. We're not alone. No, we're not alone. If anybody out there tells you that they don't struggle with any of those things, well, they're probably full of shit. And number two is that we can heal. It's possible. But guess what? You have to do the work. You have to do the work. You can't just sit there and hope and pretend and say a little prayer and ooh, it's got... No. There's constantly 
you know, there's a constant need to do the work, to process whatever the heck you're dealing with in order to get to the other side. And there's time. There's time to change. You know, there's time um, because everybody is looking for more. Everybody's looking for better. But the most important is that everybody's going to die. <laughs> I had to say that. Most of you that know me, that's one of my key um, my key mantras is we're all going to die. And I don't say that to be like, you know, scandalous, but it's just like the, the more we're aware that we're going to die, well, I think the better we live. If you're prepared to die, then you live better. And you get into action sooner because what if it all ends tomorrow or in one year? What would you do? Oh, I would travel. I would do this. I would go be, say, a man's. I would, you know, um, quit my job. And Well, why don't you quit it now? What the heck are you waiting for? You know, or like, what are we waiting to um, to awaken into this amazing journey of love that we get in this planet? And you're going to wait until you're on your deathbed to see, oh, my God, I should have done this. I should have done that. I should have healed. I should have. No should have. Um, most of the people that are going to be on here, including myself, have been close to death. And or even just, a, you know what we call the dark night of the soul, um, which in a way is a death, but that's a good death because you come out on the other side so grateful to be alive. And um, and I think that's what we're all looking for. We're all looking for more opportunities to be alive and excited and purposeful, you know. And there's patterns, there's an awareness, and when we come down to the rope, then um, it's time to recover. It's time to recover. So, um, what are you recovering from? I mean, is there anything out there that you think, oh, I've recovered from that dumb, stupid boyfriend in high school who I thought I would never, ever live or love anybody again, and now you're married and you have a bunch of kids and you're just doing the thing. Oh, you did recover. You did. Because we, as a human species, are so resilient. And this is what this is going to be about. The resiliency, the grit necessary to keep on going, which we all have. Some of us use it more than others, and some of us hide for a while before we uh, just go in there and decide that you're going to go for it and that you're going to figure out why the heck this is happening to you, you know? Because that's the only way to not stay bitter. That's the only way to stay healthy. That's the only way to not remain in this pain and, um, and move into some action. I want to encourage action with this podcast, action to freaking change, to do something, to grab the bull by the horns, to stop complaining five years. You know, I have some friends that five years ago, I'm so tired, I want to lose weight, my God. And five years later, I'm so tired, I want to lose Well, what the hell have you done? Because it's not just to make a decision to lose weight and to drink water and to not be tired. You have to do the work. What's holding you back? What are the mindsets that are holding you back? Why are you self-sabotaging? Yeah. I do have an accent, by the way, sabotaging. Is it sabotaging? Whatever. Whatever, I'm bilingual. Are you bilingual? Because bilingual people sometimes have accents. And yeah, moving on after that. This is not like a magic formula show. Ooh, one, two, three, and you're healed. But I do want to offer others people's experiences of going through it and, uh, you know, to give you guys like encouragement that it's possible it's possible to walk through grief we have so much grief so much sadness and we just bottle it up bottle it up because 
suck it up, man. Just do the life is kind of what we've been taught and told. And that's just not the way it works. You know, our bodies need to feel and and process and remember certain things. We just want to forget some things. And, well, you know, it's just, um, how is that working out for you? Not remembering anything and, and avoiding. Um, are you stuck? So the show is about becoming unstuck and recovering from that. And we're never, ever, 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 ever alone. You know, this, my friends, is not the alone podcast. This is everybody and their freaking mother has been through some shit. I mean, really. If anybody else pretends that they're not, well, you know, they're lying. <laughs> they are. Um, so, you know, in the last 20 years of my own personal recovery, um, I've gotten to know quite a few people who are steady, steady in the process of healing and going through hard, difficult situations, you know, getting free of drug addiction, getting free of the silence that has to be kept when you are in a specific religion, in my case, Christianity, that you cannot say what you think or that you want to include everybody because, oh, you're going to go to hell. I mean, that's just, you know, I don't, I don't want to be mean or anything, but oh my gosh, that's kind of embarrassing now. You know, like, what was I thinking? But it was a process, just like, you know, breaking up with someone after eight years who decides that they still don't want to marry you. Why the hell are you with a person after eight years and they're treating you like shit? There's something in there that needs to be healed for you to raise the vibrations and be able to say, peace out, I'm going to love myself more, and I don't want to just uh, go by what society says that I have to have a partner in order to be happy and fulfilled. Having a partner is an amazing thing, but not some jerk who after eight years doesn't want to marry you because, well, because he's just not into you, whatever. I don't know. And the stories we make, because we try to, you know, we have to make sense of this human experience, so we're constantly making stories. We have to create stories. Um, it's just going in there and looking at them with somebody else and noticing, like, is that true? Is that not true? And how can I heal through maybe listening to other people's stories? which is, my friends, what we're going to do here. So thank you for joining me on this introduction for Tales of Recovery. Hopefully we can uh, have some fun here. Thanks so much, and please tune in next time. Thank you for listening to Tales of Recovery.